and welcome to Oaks Online, episode two, season two. And it's a, such a lovely day today because we get to be in the presence of John and Emma. We do, yes. And so, Hannah, what have you done uh, this last weekend? This last weekend? Oh, um, I went to Icon, um, the Icon Church in Chesterfield, um, on Friday. It was like a youth youth night for it, and it, it was really good. I did really enjoy it, yeah. What did you do? Um, we did worship, we had like a meeting service, um, and we just played games and stuff, and it was, just, it was really great. Yeah, so nice. I think I'm going to start going to that. Cool. I went to the pantomime with you with me, yesterday yes. at the Civic Centre, and it was a 12 out of 10 production. It was so good. It was. It was, it was hilarious. Yes. I was crying after. Yeah. But while we were that, uh, Sanctuary was happening. Yes, Sanctuary was last Sunday. Um, it's the second one we've ever had. Um, yeah, I've heard really good news about it. it. Yeah, I think it went really well. You just sing worship songs and people can go up and talk and read poems and stuff. So if you want to do that, uh, just talk to Fran and John. And it's the fourth Sunday of every month. Yes. Uh, also, we're having a new kitchen done, which will be really good which will be for Restore and for everyone because you can go and get drinks there and it's like so much bigger now with a big counter and it looks ten times better than it did yes, before. Yes, and we'll see the progress pictures for that now. Uh, this week's Hot Topic is by Julia and Emma and they're looking ahead um, and they're talking about what a, what a year we've had so far. And if you want to watch the full talk, then you can go and watch it on YouTube, and it's really good. Hello and welcome to this week's Hot Topic. We are going to be unpacking today about like what it means to have the new year and our impact and looking back on other things as well which you're going to explain in a minute mm -hmm. but just to introduce it we're filming this on monday the monday after our impact sunday mm. as core team we we brought in impact sundays after um after lockdown to really try and shift our focus onto how we can impact each other and our community and i think they've been really good but this last one particularly was really great me and gwen um led it and we really wanted to reflect and take stock of what we're already doing as mm. a church community and a family to impact each other and and our community outside of these four walls and it was so so good to hear what's going on and it was actually two years to the day that restore started so Ooh. we sort of kicked off with that and then it felt like all these little connections came forward mm. of, of different people and different testimonies on what God was doing mm -hmm. and it it just felt so good yeah. and that's kind of where we're coming out of so from that day this has inspired this hasn't it I yeah suppose. yeah yeah I've just um it, it's it's that time of year isn't it it's sort of January new year you, you get a bit reflective and you know sometimes you make new year's resolutions to eat less and save more and then you break that resolution after about three days um, yeah, mm. but this is a good time to uh, to reflect back and think: Are there things I want to change? Uh, there, is there a change of direction? Uh, what worked well? What didn't work well? And um, I think sometimes we can get a bit of clarity 
as well and you know sometimes we get lost don't we the woods with the trees and all that kind of thing and I think that was what happened yesterday because we heard a lot about restore we heard about the sewing group that Gwen's involved mm -hmm. in and you start to see connections um, and and appreciate the stuff that's been going on that you, you don't see because you just you lose sight of all the different things that are going on and um, yeah yesterday was really really positive and helpful for people to actually see that the last two years haven't been a write-off they haven't been a waste that actually you know we've been at work God's been at work and there's been good things happening yeah because it's felt like quite a quiet time I think with lockdown especially because we were all kind of a bit isolated it mm. felt like can could have felt like at times like where's God in all of this and how do we you know deal with everything and yesterday I think proved that I think we can be humbled in it because actually God's still at work God is still God no matter what's going on around us and actually it reminded me of like a, a something that somebody told me ages ago on DNA about which is a course I did where you get a, we all got given a jigsaw puzzle at peace and that was it we didn't get given anything else and you didn't know what puzzle it was from <laughs> or anything and it was to rep represent that you know you don't see the whole picture mm. you are only this tiny puzzle piece and it yeah. looks very random to you you don't even know what what it, the what the whole picture is yeah. and I think we saw that yesterday with some seeds that were even sown like years ago mm -hmm. so I mean I think Julie mentioned 30 years <laughs> ago which you know she, Acorns. she sowed yeah. some seeds then so sort of a piece of the of the jigsaw then yeah and she's only seeing like the bigger plan now and it's all that time ago and it, I just think that's so crazy and amazing when things like that happen. It is crazy and amazing and I think I think that what was helpful was not only to have this sense of kind of green shoots that there's there's life coming and, and it's that time of year isn't it we'll start to see bulbs coming up um, was that nothing's been wasted because you know I think we've been a, a faithful church over the last 30-40 years and we've done lots of things and we've done them well but we haven't seen the fruit that we would have liked to have seen mm. um, but actually to discover that there are relationships now that were started 30 years ago you think yeah actually God has been there mm. and it's timing and we have to trust him um, with with what's going on we just have to be obedient don't we and, and love people and serve people mm. that's what that's our part in the big plan and yeah, we don't we don't see the bigger picture, but it's nice on days like yesterday when suddenly you start hearing all these mm. stories that are positive and good, and it gives you a bit of a bit of hope and energy to sort of carry on. Yeah, I mean, I help at Restore, and I do the door, and I've had a lady recently say that you know she lives on her own and coming to Restore on Thursday is like the highlight of mm. just seeing people, and you don't you just don't realise how much small acts of kindness like really mm. make a difference to people because if you're the only person they see that day or whatever it's like you don't realise you're just smiling at them and asking them how they are just having a, you know barely really get to chat to people because it's quite you know a bit like <laughs> getting people through I probably get like two minutes max with people but it was so comforting to know that actually you know this is the right thing to do it's the right place to be and and to just be able to have that little connection with people is so important. And mm -hmm. yeah. I think you, you're right. We've ha we have been faithful. At, I love the Oaks. It's like my family, and I think I've had that modelled to me um, from people. That's how I've journeyed in my faith because I've been discipled by people modelling it so well and 
making me see how important it is not just to have that relationship with Jesus but to to put that into action in lots of different ways as well yeah yeah I thought the um well there's exciting news about restore anyway isn't it that in that we're hoping to open on yeah. the second day hopefully uh, in the future and alongside that um, launch the freedom um, which is a cafe style charity and that's a kind of a, a listening and assisting and signposting type mm. service isn't it so it's for people who uh, are struggling in some practical way it might be uh, with finances need, need help with some uh, debt or I don't know they might just need practical help in something and in the cafe environment we can sit and listen and then signpost them or actually help them with certain things so that's hopefully going to be rolled out soon and it'll yeah. obviously run run along so it'll be integrated into the um, restore cafe so that's really good use of time and resources yeah um, that's sort of instead of cap isn't it so yeah we did have Christians Against Poverty and and Judy was sort of heading it up in our in our area but it was quite difficult because it was reliant on one one person kind yeah. of thing so yeah. we're trying to move to this project aren't we to make it more like team, it's team very and team sim focused. a lot simpler there's no like you don't need to be trained really to do it in that sense you just need to be a listening ear that's what they were saying on on Sunday wasn't it that mm -hmm. it's really important and it sounds so simple and straightforward and it and it is in a way, isn't it? Like it's the model that Jesus would have had is to try and hear from people, mm -hmm. help them, you know, see what's really going on beneath the surface. Because how many of us just say, oh, I'm fine. <laughs> but we're not <laughs> actually fine. So, yeah. But tell me why you chose to sort of unpack some of this um, in the Bible talk, which you can get the whole episode on, on YouTube, on our YouTube channel. But just talk me through why you kind of... Um, well, I think it's... It's partly the time of year. I think it's partly because we've been coming through a very difficult time. Mm. You know, the, the last two years have been really, really difficult. And we're not out of the woods yet. No. Things aren't back to normal. That There are some easing things, but people are still anxious and what have you. And um, I don't know. I think the c there's some disappointment there because things haven't been carrying on the way we've done them. We, we've made some changes to how we, how we do church, how we yeah. see church. And so there's quite a bit of catching up, I guess, to do. But um, there are a couple of things I thought about. Again, because it's the beginning of the year and it's a good time to reflect and, and look ahead, was um, something that Graham Cook, who's a kind of, he had a prophetic ministry, he said years and years and years ago that no matter what amount of kind of pressure comes upon us, so we come under, the Holy Spirit that's in us will respond with an increase of power. And I think something like that is good to remember that um, we we don't have to be crushed and overwhelmed, but that we have a God who cares about us and will help us out of a situation mm. or guide us or, or whatever's required. Um, and the other thing I thought about was um, it's from 2 Kings chapter 6, and it's verses 14 to 16, and, and it's Elisha, the prophet, and his servant, and they wake up in the morning and they look out into the hills and they're completely surrounded by uh, enemy forces and the servant is terrified but Elisha prays and asks God to open his servant's eyes to see what Elisha can see okay. and he does so and as he does the, the servant looks out and then he sees horses and chariots of fire which was the army of the Lord wow. surrounding them mm. and actually they didn't need to be afraid because 
God was going to be taking care of them. And that's something that I would pray for our church, that we would um, be able to see what God sees. Mm -hmm. um, because so easily we're crushed by what we see, the circumstances that we're under, the pressures that we feel under. And things might look grim or hard or, well, how do we restart this? And things aren't the same. But actually, as we heard yesterday, there are green shoots. You know, we're still followers of Jesus. We still um, want to know him more and want to make him known in our community. And there are ways and means of doing that, even with restrictions and difficult, you know, different ways of mm. meeting. Um, so is that really, hopefully, it, it'll bring people some, some clarity and some peace. Um, and just a time to really reflect on where we've been and, and perhaps where we're going. And yeah, things are going to look very different in the future. And the, the other thing to remember is it's not just the Oaks and Dromfield where lots of things have changed and perhaps, you know, we've, we've struggled over the last few years with resourcing things. You know, people have got older, people have left uh, for one reason and another. But it's happening everywhere, all the churches, sort of locally, nationally and internationally. So people who don't know God aren't necessarily turning to the church mm. but they are searching spiritually for something yeah. and by us feeding people and being out in the marketplace and meeting their needs instead of trying to expect them to come into a strange building with strange you know songs and what have you that we actually should be out on our streets loving people well, you don't are. mean that literally, do you? As in, you're not talking about like me just going out and giving people bread. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you should explain that because that if you just take that on face value, then that's not what you mean, is it? You just mean being Jesus where yeah. we are, yeah. whatever that be, whether that be at work yeah. or whether that be in the cafe here about, you know, being church wherever wherever yeah. we are, where yeah. two or three are gathered or whatever. Because mm -hmm. um, obviously at Restore, there's more than two of us gathered Yeah. Um, in that room and you know I, I I was personally really challenged by what you've been saying and I know you you're sort of I was gonna say older than but you are older than me <laughs> I sorry I don't mean I that I mean like okay. you've been in church in the oaks yeah. longer than me that's what I meant so you're thinking you're reflecting back is a, a longer period much longer, longer period, period yeah. whereas my reflecting back is sort of you know smaller sort of five years yeah it's five years this year wow Five years. Lies when you're having fun. I think it's five. Yeah, five years. <laughs> wow, that's gone crazy fast. Um, but so I'm obviously reflecting on kind of a shortest time. But mm. that being said, your questions that you said at the end about, um, you know, am I satisfied with my spiritual walk? Mm. And, you know, where do I see myself going over the next year and things? Mm. I don't think I've stopped to take stock of those sorts of questions in quite a while now. Mm. I feel like at the beginning, when you first come to know Jesus, it's a bit like all exciting. It's mm. like, well, what's, what's God got in store for my life? And and then perhaps you take a few knocks along the way, mm -hmm. like things happen and you're a bit like, oh, that's not really what I saw God have in store for me or, mm. um, you know, whatever. And, and you can kind of feel a bit deflated and I don't know if you're deflated or disappointed. I think you mm. already used that word. Um, and not letting that disappointment infiltrate the rest of your life mm. gets more difficult and I feel like we have faced quite a lot of disappointment everybody you know globally mm. has faced a lot of disappointment yeah. so these are really good questions to kind of ask ourselves ask ourselves at the moment yeah. you know am I satisfied with my spiritual walk I think mm. 
I actually felt more satisfied in lockdown, which is interesting mm. because I, I had more time. Like I've never read my Bible as much as I did in 2020. Um, purely because every That's morning awesome. I got up and did it because I wasn't really tired or, mm. you know, things because there wasn't, I was just at home all the time, <laughs> working from home. It was a very quiet time. Eating yeah. and, and sleeping. So there was definitely good parts about that, mm. but then there were other areas of my spiritual walk that mm. definitely I wasn't as satisfied with. I missed being part of that community. Mm. I mean, Nicky Gumbel talks about the coals and the fire, doesn't he? Yeah. Like as in, you, you know, the fire with the coals, if you take one out, it, it goes out. And mm. it definitely felt a sense of that, like when we weren't able to physically be together, mm. the coals physically need to be <laughs> around each other yeah. to keep the the fire heating. going and the heating so there's definitely that element that was not as good mm. but where do i see it going this year i don't know i need to ask myself that question mm. but yeah i think it's being open to change isn't it it's it's giving it, it having those long hard thoughts about where we're going and and whether we, t we talk about that first love don't we that when we know jesus and we're all really excited we're telling everybody about it and and it can sometimes gradually sort of, I don't know, diminish, perhaps. Not for everybody, for some people it gets, that sort of relationship gets stronger. But, you know, if you take a few knocks and bangs and things change and things happen and you, you're disappointed, then it, it can. And sometimes, particularly if you've been a Christian for a long time, you start to think, it's just not, it's just not what it was when I first knew Jesus and, and what's happening and, and what can I do to change that. And, you don't want to kind of drift away. It's easy to drift away, and people do. Um, so it's it's that really. It's taking some time to reflect on on where we're at. Do we? Is there anything we need to do? Is is God calling us into something? Is there an old prophetic word that we've had that we've not actually seen fulfilled? Um, is He asking us to change something in our lives or develop new habits or any of those things? So this is. I always think January is a good time to throw those mm. things around, and um, you know maybe it's time to join a community choir or join a bible study or no, <laughs> no. no one wants me to join a community <laughs> choir do but it's those things isn't it and, and it's being open to different things and and whatever we're doing it doesn't have to be in a church building or a, a church activity we are jesus in our community so you know if it's a dance group or if it's a singing group or a craft group we're there bringing salt and light into that situation and so it's it's that taking some time to you know do any things to change and before I was a Christian when I heard this when I first joined you know the Oaks and I heard people say that I thought isn't that really that self entitled way to view yourselves like you know you're just this salt and light in the community <laughs> as though you've got all the but it's not is it it's like no, we're not saying we've got all the answers or anything no. like that we're just trying to point people in like a like a torch in a way we're a torch that comes on i think it was uh, jane that was explaining this in our um in our blogging group before christmas about you know sometimes we get the light and we shine it in the right place and we're trying to direct people to jesus but other times it's not working or it needs a good knock or mm. you know flickering torch because we're not quite being as light as we perhaps should be in the situation right. but we definitely definitely can if we if we listen to Jesus, we might not necessarily have all the answers, but we know a man who is the answer, don't yes. we? And hope and stuff. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so that's that's what the talk's about. It's just having a little look back over what's what we've been what we've been doing, what's starting to happen this year, um, with you know things that are already going on in the church, and and there are lots of things. There's there's Richard and his um, mental health support group, and there's there's lots of stuff happening, and it's it's just an exciting time, and it's a refreshing time. Um, that didn't really even get mentioned on Sunday, the no, mental health stuff, no, did it? No, no, there were too many things, there were too many things. Because the blue Christmas service before yeah. Christmas was so good, there was only a small number of us. But again, it wasn't about the amount that were there, the conversations that were happening. Mm. Uh, that, again, Rich is so good, isn't he, with, with all of that thing. But just having that connection with other people that know what you're going through and can identify with you is sometimes mm. enough, isn't it, yeah. to... Yeah, have that conversation. So really yeah. powerful stuff of what's going on in our community across the across the community, not just in these in this building and in in the lighthouse. It's all all happening. It seems it's amazing. Yeah, there's definitely stuff happening. And of course, we've got our big read coming up, big church big read, church read big yeah, church read, which I'm really excited about. And there's quite a few people in the church that are going to be involved in that. So we've got. Um, the book called Unleashed by Gavin and um, Anne Carver. Yeah. And it's about the Acts Church, yeah. which is what we've been focusing on over the last couple of years, about going back to Acts, going yeah. back to basics. Um, and and you know, again, considering where we've maybe got stuck in sort of traditions and things that aren't fit for purpose anymore. Um, so I'm excited about that because I think it I think it shows the fact that, that book's out there and they're they're brilliant. If you've ever heard Gavin speak, mm. he, he's amazing. Mm. Um, the, there is a hunger out there. There is a need out there. It's not just in our church that there's got to be something more. And God's at work. And where is he at work? Let's find yeah. a way of seeing yeah. where he's at work. And so yeah, we're going to be starting that in the next week or two, I think, mm. aren't we? And I think it's good when a bunch of people are all reading the same material. Well, I was just going to say that because we actually did the big church read last year, didn't mm. we? A, f a few women in church, uh, Karen organised it and mm. we did it with the Jeff Lucas book. Yeah. Now, I probably, if I'd read that book on my own, mm. I probably wouldn't have got half as much out of it no. and I probably wouldn't have actually enjoyed it as much as I did. It was the fact that we did it together, mm. like you say, mm. that really made it great. And um, then we actually went on to do God on Mute, didn't we, as mm. well? Because um, this big church read, they have loads of books on there that they do. I think they do them every year or even more than There's once more a than year. There's more than one a year now, yeah. Um, and it's so, so powerful because everyone picks out different things mm. um, and everyone hears from God in different ways and, and, and responds in different ways. So, yeah, I'm really excited for it as well and hopefully it will help to challenge us on how we go back to acts we're not talking about going back in time when we say that oh yeah we're no. talking about acts the book in the bible which um you know was sort of the early church when uh, jesus had just sort of risen and then gone up to heaven and what the early church how they blundered their way through us this is what i'm trying how to they, how they functioned because it? they had they had to break all these traditions as you use that yeah. word they were mm. they were coming against stuff that was way in tradition for ages and yeah i think that's human nature we make our own yeah. traditions as yeah. we go along because yeah, initially the early church was you know primarily made up of jews and of course mm. jesus was a jew but yeah. he challenged yeah the status quo because so many of the things that were 
had become part of the faith, the Jewish faith, were actually uh, a burden and mm. uh, restrictive and legalistic. And he challenged the authorities and he challenged the way they had interpreted mm. um, God's laws, I suppose. And, and that's the great thing about Jesus, because if you see him and see how gracious he was and attractive he was, he, he attracted people and he turned everything on its head. And that's why so many people followed him. But he was he was coming from their culture, so he was he knew what he was talking about. Mm. He was saying, "No, no, you know, you might have heard this, but actually, I'm now saying this." And mm. he was enhancing um, what God the Father had had intended. And he says, "You know, if you if you see me, you see the Father." So if we want to know what God's like, we just have to look at the life of Jesus. But sometimes we get we go down paths of doing stuff that Jesus <laughs> wouldn't necessarily have done or said, but we just start bringing in those little Yeah, that's traditions. a massive thing that we try and say to the youth when we have the youth group and stuff is, why do you think we do this? Like, mm. you know, they, they've grown, a lot of them have grown up in, in church, which I didn't, so I would not, I would have come in with fresh eyes in that sense mm. of like, well, why are you doing that? But they don't really think sometimes to question it because they've just, just grown does. up, they, they yeah. just do it. So to actually say to them, you know, you should question why we do things the way we do things. That's mm. for all of us, not just mm -hmm. the youth, because we don't want to, I, don't, I certainly don't want to get like stuck in my ways. I kind of think, you know, obviously it is human nature. We all do it, don't we? We can be really stubborn as well, like mm. the way we are. Like I like my cereal a certain way, and I like the <laughs> do same. Do you? Yeah. Do you really? And I, yeah, <laughs> and I like the same thing, and I have it. You know, if if Richard forgets to buy oat milk from Aldi, I'm not very. I don't. I'm not very happy about it, Juliet, because I, I like it on my cereal. Can't believe that. <laughs> no, but you get my point. Yeah. January, brilliant time to take stock. Yeah. And think actually, why am I doing things? Yeah. Where have I things? have I settled? Oh <gasps> uh, yeah. Yeah. It's so good to settle comfort zones and things so yeah time for a, just a, a contemplate and a, and a shake up and a, a fresh focus and let's get on with the new year and see what god's up, uh, up to so that's our challenge for you today and yeah. us thank you for that you're welcome uh, you always do something really challenging <laughs> um <laughs> just to take stock as we move into the next year do i feel that god is calling me to anything or developing anything or prioritizing anything in my life mm -hmm. Um, am I satisfied with my spiritual walk and in terms of my faith where do I see myself going over the next year mm. they are challenges to us yeah I mean there's loads more just ask yourself some questions that's yeah. just a few to get you started but okay yeah. thank you you're welcome
Thank you uh, very much for that, Julia and Emma. That was very good analysis. Mm. And it's good to look to the future and back to the past because you can reflect on things that you've done. It is, yeah. Yeah, we did something about that in youth group as well. Uh, we wrote letters to our future selves and we opened them from last year. And it was just great seeing what we, what we enjoyed doing last year and then reflecting on it as well and writing about uh, what we're going to see next uh, this year as well and just all the things we want to do and enjoy as well so that that was really great yeah mm. and can you remember what you wrote in yours yeah i wrote something about how i wanted to do more for mine josh's band and so we could do more practices and play more and hopefully do more shows that's great yeah what about you do you remember um i think i just wanted to well because i'll be driving this year as well i just wanted to learn a lot about that and also that I'm doing my uh, second year at college this year as well um, so just looking forward to my new placement and stuff and yeah just talking about that and she'll probably become a famous Formula One race car driver oh, yes because the first Perhaps. car she's getting is a Lamborghini so she'll be driving around uh, Eckington Church as fast as she can yeah a red one <laughs> it's true so talking about looking ahead, we actually do need to look ahead and look ahead to all the notices that are coming up ahead. Yes, and we'll finish with the worship song as well and we'll see you next week. We'll see you ahead next of head ahead of this week. Bye. <laughs>